story. Welcome back to another episode of Pilot Boys. My name is Caesar, And I'm Karen. Today we're doing a double header. Mr. Corman. And Reservation Dogs. So, I mean, it's an odd pairing, but it's just two shows that we watched recently. Uh, yeah. And I just kind of want to just kind of want to talk about them now so I can mm-hmm. keep watching them, mm-hmm. you know? Get them out of the way. Let's do Reservation since we just watched it. Mm-hmm. So, Reservation Dogs is the new kind of like... Taika. Uh, yeah, like Native American, American Indian show about them living on the, in the reservation. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like thuggy kids. Yeah. What did you think of this? It reminds me of like What's Up Rockers. Kind of. <laughs> Definitely you get like a flavor of the neighborhood kind of yeah. thing, right? Yeah. I think it was, it felt really like authentic. Yeah. Like they felt like kids. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think well, I was really hate- impressed. I was really impressed with it, actually, because it's like, they're like bad kids or like gangsters, but like, it is... Still innocent? It's still innocent. Yeah. Even when like we thought they were going to introduce violence. Right. Like, it's like a fake out and it's cute. Yeah. It still, it still treats it that way. I mean, for sure, there's like a little bit of tongue in cheek kind of humor, but mm-hmm. it's fun. It almost feels like they're making it. And, like, this is how they see themselves. Yeah. And, like, that's so much of what being a kid is, is, like, you think you're something and you're not. Yeah. But it's, like, entertaining as hell to watch. Because mm-hmm. they have a lot of character, you know? Like, they have a lot of, they each have their own thing and, like, they each kind of, it's definitely, like, built on the group dynamic, for sure. Yeah. And, and they feel like friends. Like, they feel like genuine friends. Yeah, but it just seems fun, too. Like, it doesn't. I don't know, like, I, with with shows that, that focus on, you know, like, their big representation wins, you always want them to be, like, super, I don't know, like, you don't want to worry about the fact that, like, it might offend some people or whatever, and this one just seemed like, it was just like, let's just tell this cool little story, mm-hmm. let's present these characters in, like, this neighborhood, and it felt a lot like Atlanta to me. Yeah. Which, Atlanta is about, like exposing people to the bizarreness and the like strange wonder of atlanta yeah and this felt very it felt just like it too in terms of like the magical realism right. aspect like you know the, the the conversation he has with like a, a warrior after he's like shot with a paintball like yeah it's supposed to be like this profound like spiritual moment yeah and it's like played for laughs instead right like the moment in the character in the hero's journey where his ancestors speak to him Mm -hmm. like it is both commenting on that trope but also like making fun of it i don't know like it's it was funny too like Mm -hmm. it, it was a good use of it and i think a lot of that i don't know like i'm getting the sense that you obviously can't shoot this and like these are real people like they have to be characters but there is kind of a sense of like these are characters from the community. Like this guy does this. Like these two guys, these two twins rap like fucking bone thugs and like <laughs> this uh this cop just kind of rambles on. Yeah. And, you know, like it's a lot of like yeah. there's a the meth heads, like there's definitely like pe- different 
different flavors of the community or different like yeah characters that you see yeah like you they're really good at setting up that small town feel yeah or like you know you just i mean we just watched or rewatched friday right and it also kind of feels like that like it's like other people that you just kind of see every day because they like live down your block and you don't think of them as like having these kind of surrealist elements but when you take them out of context like they they feel very surreal like a lot of the stuff in friday i think and i think it's kind of understated sometimes is the like surrealist humor Mm -hmm. you know like there's just like this kind of like serenity in hood shit yeah and i think that this captures that in the same way that atlanta did you know like watch rewatching friday and i'm glad you brought that up because that movie laid a lot of that groundwork that i had like kind of forgotten Mm. you know like i think Chappelle works a lot with absurdity and like but you can see that these people or like these these uh these major like cultural touchstones really did like set up our use of like just absurd humor to like Mm -hmm. you know really bring us into the world or to the neighborhood yeah and even like because we just watched Friday I'm thinking about it a lot but like even down to the point that like they're all neighbors, but they like rob from each other. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like they're the best. They, they they're, commit the, they're the best in town. Yeah, they it's commit crimes, town. and everybody kind of knows. Yeah, that they're the ones that that steal. <laughs> yeah, you know what else I'm getting a little bit of? Uh, Pen Fifteen, and the like, it captures the like what it's like to be a kid very well. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't know what, what 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 period it's supposed to be taking place in. Is it current? I think it's the current. VHS kind of seems like oh was it a vhs yeah they were watching a vhs at unlike the mm. I, I don't know if they said it or not it it's probably true. is i didn't see any phones or anything you know what i mean yeah that is true i didn't see any either. but i just i just really like the the video that he took the kind of like skater aesthetic because they, they have like kind of like a they have an aesthetic to them like they're mm-hmm. they very much wear their influence on their sleeves and like they kind of are into like this thuggy kind of like uh i don't know like skater aesthetic especially that video mm-hmm. but i feel like that video gave you a lot of insight into who they are like and i think taika who's an executive producer is another person who does this really well where like he gives you so much of the character just by like letting them express themselves for like a little bit mm-hmm. and it was like yeah catfish for life like <laughs> and then you see that they like eat catfish and like that just seems like a very specific thing about them and like what they do as kids like just how we went to tams or something Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. it was a nice little touch yeah i think he's really good at at that he's like because this also does like feel like it feels very taika yeah because he i feel like he focuses in on like the i I don't know details right like the especially like the the zoom ins and stuff, and yeah, like just the, I, yeah. Like I don't know how like involved he was, right? But the story is written by him, right? Like he's like the writer. Yeah, so it's created by him and Sterling Harjo, and Taika him and Bobby Wilson wrote it. So yeah, I mean, yes, he's really good at doing that. Like very specific things that like give you so much about this character. Yeah, I, yeah. Like the, I think the video plays like it. It feels like Hunt for the Wilder People and like. Yeah. They do a little montage of like who Ricky Baker is. Exactly. And it's like he steals, he graffitis. Yeah. Even like the <laughs> opening is just like, can we have the chips? 
And he's like, yeah, you can have a chip. And then, like, it's just them, like, playing uh, Wu-Tang. Uh, and then, like, the opening credits, them carrying, like, boxes. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's mm-hmm. there's just so much fun, like, infused in this. And, mm-hmm. like, but, like, it just looks dope, too. Like, yeah. they look swaggy as hell wearing, like, the reservation, the, the Reservoir Dogs outfits to, like, give their friend a, a send-off. Yeah. I think it's just, it's ticked a lot of, like, I feel like it was really charming. Yeah. And it was funny, but it also has, like, a lot of heart to it. And, like, the, the detail of, like, they're all kind of mourning their friend. Yeah. And, like, they're 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 learning how to mourn him. And, like, part of that is it seems like that's, like, the rebellion. Like, they're kind of, like, thieves and bandits because, like. Yeah. They're, they're, like, tr- they're they dealing with the trauma yeah, right. <laughs> with that way. Like, we want to run away because this This town killed killed yeah this place killed him and the only way they can do that is by stealing right and so it's like a it's a meditation on grief too yeah and like growing up in a small town yeah it's 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 just so much though but But like it also gives you like you know the different kinds like i'm thinking i think all my block is maybe a contemporary one thousand percent different shows but they kind of have like the types right Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you know like uh one of the boys is kind of like the shy one. Bear is like the leader and mm-hmm. like kind of like ambitious. The cool one. girl, right? And then like kind of the the wild card, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like the angry wild card. Mm-hmm. And they're just like they're so charming. Like just watching them, you know, do their business doing or like do their gangster doing their thug doings, like selling chips and like it's it's just like yes, like I've been there. Like I I fucking sold candy like thinking that i was like a thug and shit it's just like the small little touches where like it doesn't have to be about actual gangsters it's just like kids you know they they obviously like absorb that shit but it's just fun yeah in high school they banned us selling hot cheetos really and any food like maybe they just banned it from the school because too many people were selling it and this kid started selling tortas Nice. Like homemade tortas. Sorry, like in aluminum? Wrapped in plastic. Yeah, so this kid started selling tortas. <laughs> Did you try them? <laughs> and yeah, like, you know, you, you bought them, you know, you like in the morning, he'd be mm. like, hey, I have tortas. And became like this little like what, what, torta, what? torta mafia, you know, like it's just ham and cheese. It's like the like community episode. Yeah, it's just the like that. Tenders one? Yeah. And we like in like drama class we're just like oh like we should make because like it became like a really big deal <laughs> <laughs> the like, underground torta syndicate yeah yeah it, like, it became like a big deal at school like Weird. we got like summons to like the not the principal's office yeah. but just like hey like we've heard that people are selling tortas <laughs> like if you know anything about this like, <laughs> so were they good this, yeah i mean they were normal okay. <laughs> they were just like they were just ham and cheese tortas and bolillo. But, but it, like, if you think about it, that only happened because of the fact that they banned the, like, they created a vacuum. Yeah. And anyway, all of this to say that, like, it reminded me of this, of the show. Yeah. Like, you know, like the kid, the kid, like, thought he was this shit. Like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm like, I sell tortas. Like, my mom makes them. They're the best tortas in town. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point, and I think that that's that's a good place to to end it. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about the show? 
I just it's it's so much fun. I'm like I'm in. Yeah. I wanna keep watching it. I'm just like I'm happy that I get to like see these kids just be be and exist in this world. Is one of them Latino? They all kind of they all kind of look Yeah, they all look like foods I went to school with. (laughs) They're like foods I grew up with. The little the sensitive one? Dude, he looks so much like I have a family like, member yeah. or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh my god, like I went like that's a middle school kid I went with. Yeah. You know, like like my middle school classmate or something. I mean, I don't know if they are, but the mestizo is pretty well. Mm-hmm. I mean one of them barely looks like Andrew, like my brother. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> yeah, it looks. <laughs> uh what would you rate this? I would rate this. I think it was a great first episode. A four point eight. Okay. I don't believe in perfect score. Uh, I didn't say that. You know, I, I, look, I think that there was some stuff that I th- it takes a little bit to get used to it when you're first watching it. But I think it, it like, finds it. Like, there's, I think that there's, like, one or two, like, dry spots where, like, the humor takes a while to build up. Like, mm-hmm. but then once you're there, you're like, oh, this is, this is great. Mm-hmm. And I think once you meet more of the, like, the interior community, it's a lot funnier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm totally in. I, I'd go, I think 4.8 is good, too. I would do that, because I also don't believe in, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think 4.8. It's so much fun. I I think like, it's going to get picked up. If I mean, Taika seems like he's on a hot streak, so it could, it could do well. And this is, like, everything I wanted from Rutherford Falls. You yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, there's, no, there's no white center. I don't, I don't need that. I don't need a fucking... Piper from Orange is the New Black. Like I'm not interested in that mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, this like, is more interest. This is profoundly more interesting. Yeah, especially if like you're just making him like a fucking little bitch crying about like his family heritage. Like I know we're not supposed to care about him, but you really just like why is he even here after a while yeah. in Rutherford? This yeah, just feels I'm, so much like fresher. Yeah, I didn't really care for that. Yeah, like this is the side. This is like Regan's side. Like, right. Which was profoundly more interesting. Yeah, like even down to like the the characters, like the I, well, one of the actresses is in Rutherford Falls too. Right the the kind of like the cool the cool girl the cool girl yeah I don't remember her name I don't remember any I don't names. remember any I just remember Bear because they said it they said it a few times yeah and I'm like oh I remember his name now <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and also the guy from Westworld. Yeah. I'm glad that he got a little role in this. Yeah. He's, he seems like, like he's going to be funny. The bumbling cop. cop. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to Mr. Corman. Mr. Corman is a new JGL, Jason Gordon-Levitt show on Apple. And it's like, I mean, the way I would describe it is like, it kind of feels like the continuation of his character from 500 Days of Summer mm-hmm. as a show who recently got broken up with. Right. Yeah, like, or it, like it's like his like man shit. It's like him as like so. Five hundred days ended in in an optimistic on an optimistic note. Yeah, this is if it had ended on a pessimistic note. And I think that's why I'm interested. Yeah, because I didn't like the ending of Five Hundred Days. Mm. I thought it was too optimistic. Mm. And this one, I, and I, so I think the stuff about this show that goes into it because like. I, I don't know why we, we recently started watching more like JGL interviews, but we've, we discovered that he's like a super snob. <laughs> we discovered that like 
Yeah, why He's did like we? The, was, we, we? We watched like a few episodes. I think you were watching a like a few videos. A, you watched like a ten, like a he was going through his catalog and he talked about. Oh, he did a hot ones. Yeah, he did hot ones, but then he went through his catalog and you loved ten things I hate about you. Oh yeah. So yeah, like yeah, he was yeah, talking yeah. about it and he yeah. he even like in the origin story of that he was saying that like he didn't want to do it because like he wanted to be like a serious actor and like you know this is like a good one for one of those. Meaning like rom coms, mm-hmm. so like he's he's definitely like kind of a pretentious actor guy, and then like on top of that, I found out that this who on Twitter like just just does like you know like tweet bot content like <laughs> you know he's just like who remembers when Yoda <laughs> or like who remembers when Indiana Jones you know like basic bitch like yeah fucking uh, that kind of shit. Um, and then this came out and I enjoyed it actually. I, I actually like, yeah, there's a lot of like, I don't know exactly where this is going or like what it's trying to say yet, but I feel like I had a good time Mm -hmm. watching it. Like at least the fact that this fool's a snob, he knows how to make like something decent. Cause if he was a snob and he made something that sucked, you know, you would have been like, you you would have felt like ugh, like he's a yeah. snob and he doesn't even know how to like wasn't he like hit record wasn't he like a game show host or something is that like a game I show? think so I but he had this is. thing called hit record which he created himself mm-hmm. and it was like just like recording yourself doing stuff like getting people to record themselves more because like he says that like that's his greatest shit like his it's like his own thing so it's mm. like you know em- encouraging people to like record themselves and like make stuff. So like I mean he it seems like he really cares about that. Yeah. Um it just looked kind of cheesy to me. Yeah, it was just like it, it's like carryover from like 2012 era kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, it's kind of like late. And I was like this is Well, it's still going, which is, is why like, it was like kind of kind of strange. Yeah. Like it kept going. I mean, not to say that like you know, it's it's he doesn't deserve it or anything. It's just I was just interested in knowing that if like he was being a snob for no reason or if he like could do it for reals cuz i don't know if don johnson don john don john which was his his directorial debut mm-hmm. i don't know if that one like really proved anything for me cuz i i feel like it was like an interesting movie but i don't think it really was about anything yeah for me yeah like i, I was agree. just kind of like well, all right this was fine yeah i was like really looking forward to it and i was like oh yeah like i'm going to give this movie a shot and it was interesting, but like it just was, you know, right. like it, it just didn't it fizzled out. Like it just felt like a classic, like rom, like a not rom com, classic like indie film. Like it's an interesting world, but it's just like in the real world, like who gives a shit if he jerks off to porn? Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. It didn't seem that <laughs> it didn't seem that like devastating to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It just yeah, like it. It just felt kind of like preachy yeah a um, little bit and like judge judgmental or just it's like judgmental and but you know i think that's actually like i guess go, sorry go back no go ahead or going back to like the show itself like i think he's good at like that cynicism that yeah. like just kind of being this like vindictive asshole yeah like, if like, he wants to like the the classic like nice guy but like actually kind of an asshole yeah like i have been i have taken i have been 
storing all of this information about you and now i can like use it as a weapon yeah to like make you feel as bad as possible about yourself and yeah. i feel like that's what don like don john was like people just kind of hating each other yeah because like the, the the like the climax is that like they blow up on each other yeah or like she's insulted that he's jerking off because she's so hot or something right yeah and then he just gets with julianne moore and then like he's like oh actually i don't have to be with someone hot and like i was like okay that's cool movie i guess but anyway all that to say (laughs) that i went into that i went into this knowing all this about this guy he's talented motherfucker like i I really do think he's he's talented but i just i was curious to know what it was going to be and it ended up like being an interesting show about like uh very like on kind of like 30 year old like but he's like stunt pessimistic but like he's very on all the time like mm-hmm. he's always like why do we have to go to the fucking bar to like meet people <laughs> that i don't even fucking care like you know he's that kind of person he's a curmudgeon right what did you think well you you compared him to a new woody allen yeah it feels kind of like a woody allen kind of shit except i mean i don't know i don't find woody allen charming yeah i, I guess i kind of find him charming a little bit because you know, like I, some of the 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 people that he hangs out with in the sh- in in the show, for sure, are made out to be kind of dumb. But I think it's the fact that he's such a like snob about it that you don't end up sympathizing with him as much mm-hmm. as you do, as you should. I guess. Yeah, I actually I think which I appreciate. Yeah, like I think I disagreed with you when you said it, or like maybe I was like I don't I don't know about that, but. I've been like ruminating on it since you said it. Yeah. And I feel like with like Woody Allen movies, like they. You're supposed to find him charming. Yeah. Like he's like an asshole the entire time, but like we're supposed to feel like that's charming. But like with him, he's an asshole and we're not like, we're like, we're like, yeah, as the audience, we're like, yeah, he's kind of an asshole. He's kind of like an anti hero in this space, in like Mm -hmm. the rom com space, Mm -hmm. right? Mm hmm. Or like he's not great, he's not terrible, but it's because it's that like you know you know what else this is a, a comparison to Rami. I think Rami does a really mm, good job yeah, at like creating this character who's like kind of a piece of shit, kind of good sometimes, but like kind of smart, kind of dickish, kind of blames the world mm-hmm. for his his for problems. his own problems. Right. And I think another contemporary is also High Fidelity, which deals with the same kind of snobbishness and love because mm-hmm. there is kind of like I, I think also like we should give the, cro- the show credit that it's centered around i think that he's having this like existential crisis because mm-hmm. he's he's a teacher and he starts to like doubt someone asks him if he's happy and he's basically like trying to figure out whether or not he is mm-hmm. and he tries to distract himself with dating or whatever so i'm curious to see where the show is going to go and like I was genuinely like, okay, good job, JGL. Like, <laughs> I mean, the first, the first, the opening scene. Yeah, he's uh, like he's a, in the shower. Yeah, he's doing like. I mean, that was like very visually interesting. Ham boning. Yeah, is that what is that what it's called? <laughs> it's like chest drums. Ham boning is when you like, like you tap yourself. Oh, I didn't know that's what that was. Yeah, called. it's like a community. Like, they do it on stage. Mm-hmm. Ham boning. <laughs> It's just them like slapping like, how do you know this because uh your mom's house makes fun of it a lot. Oh. <laughs> yeah. i was like you ha- did you have a phase yeah i did <laughs> i had a ham boning phase 
Um, but yeah, he's like in the shower, mm-hmm. aggressively beating his chest with like <laughs> colors and images flashing. Yeah. And- yeah, I thought that was like very visually interesting. I was like, what are we about? We also went into this like not knowing anything about yeah. it. Like we were just... Terrible poster. Yeah. Absolutely awful poster. Like gives you nothing as to like what to expect. I mean, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing because the fact that I was expecting... Not much made it interesting. <laughs> you were like pleasantly surprised. Yeah, because I saw the the poster and I'm like, why? This looks like nothing. Yeah, he's like wearing like washed out beige, yeah, and green, like or... for sure betting on JGL, like yeah, all him. Yeah. It's just like him and like a his hair is like a little longer than it usually is with like glasses and like a green shirt or something. Right? Mm-hmm. It's very him centric. Yeah. But I'm I'm intrigued. I want to keep watching. What's his name, isn't it? Arturo? Oh, yeah. From Alternatino and mm-hmm. Broad City. Yeah. I'm rooting for him. I like him. He's your pal. You met him. And it was funny. It was, it was like, genuinely funny. Like, the... Oh, I did meet him at uh, La Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> As Edward James almost pronounced Our friend. It. Our uh, pal. Our Hollywood pal. Yeah, uh... I like that he's in this, and I like the friend dynamic. How, like, they he takes himself way more seriously than they do. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, usually it's it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, like, that guy is, like, the smart one in the group, mm-hmm. like JGL. But, like, everyone sees that he's kind of full of shit. Yeah. Which I appreciate. I appreciate that the character isn't, like, he's the, the center of the universe, and he's, like, always right about everything. There's a little bit of, like, a... You know, like a, a commentary or critique on the character. Mm-hmm. Which kind of feels like I, I am very interested in the fact that he's essentially like reprising that role, like the spiritual successor of the 500 Days character. Yeah, it feels so much like it. I mean, even down to like that friend aspect. Yeah. Like they had the friend aspect in 500 Days too. Yeah. But I, I also really like the way that they shot the conversation. Like, I think the dialogue is pretty snappy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's such a curmudgeon that he's got, like, he's got a specificity for language. And, like, they'll correct each other and, like, they'll say certain things. You know, like, it, like the kind of stuff that when you're engaged with dialogue, you're like, oh, this is, like, mm-hmm. snappy, cool little dialogue. I mean, the conversation he was having with the girl at the bar. Yeah. I think it was, like, shot really well. Yeah. Because it was, like, there is, like, an anxiety I mean, you're always nervous when you meet somebody, like, for the first time, and you're, like, getting to know them. And that was, like, his big anxiety. Like, I'm going to sit down with this girl, and she's going to tell me about her life, and she's, like, not going to be interesting the entire time. Yeah. He's, like, an asshole about it. Right. But that is true, though. You know, like, you, you meet a person, and you, want like, really want to hit it off with them. Yeah. But sometimes they're just not interesting. But it also, like... You're horny and you want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you just got to, like, f- swallow that shit. Yeah, like, well, okay. <laughs> so, eventually what happened? So, he goes on a date. I mean, the, the first episode is basically, like, a little crisis. He goes on a date and then it goes wrong because he can't get a heart on. Yeah. And then she's like, honestly, your breath smells. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's because I had one of your fucking cigarettes or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I'm, I'm into it. Like, I feel like these, these recent string of, like, shows that, you know, kind of, ruminate or kind of uh comment on like the recent dating landscape or have been fun and interesting like shrill i think does it well Mm -hmm. 
High Fidelity and the other one I mentioned too. Rami. This feels like definitely in that vein. Yeah. I, I like the Rami comparison. I think I think they they could be parallels. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm curious to see where it's gonna keep going. Cause it's I mean like it seems also like just I, I wanted to give that context about JGL because it seems like he's pulling from a personal place a little bit, right? <laughs> like it seems like he is a snob kind yeah. of right? Or he like he makes his characters into snobs because yeah. he cannot not be a snob. Right. And I mean, even in Ten Things he was a snob. Right. <laughs> like, I pine I yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm All right, hold on. All right, let me, let me set up shot, roll sound. <laughs> and go action. Ten things I hate about you is based on Taming of the Shrew. Okay. And so in the dialogue they have a lot of direct quotes. Yeah. From Shakespeare. Right. And one of them is, I burn, I pine, I perish. But, so I also think that the interesting thing about JGL for you is that, like, did you feel like him? Like, did you feel like that oh, nerd? You, I was, like, a nerd snob? Like, I feel like <laughs> when I watched it, because I've seen it a couple times with you, the more I watch it, I'm like, oh, she's kind of... She's JGL a little bit, right? Like <laughs> no, she's I'm, very like I'm definitely Kat. I'm definitely Julia Styles. I mean, yeah, but like Obviously. if you were chasing <laughs> Julia Styles, you would be JGL, you know? Like if you were trying to Is that who she's he's in love with? No. Okay. I forgot the fucking movie anyway. <laughs> um Wow. I but I feel like you can right be now. both JGL and Julia Styles. It's true. It is very true. You know? And a little bit of Heath Ledger. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, let's let's cut it. Um, anyway, we've been talking about this way too long. Yeah. All I wanted to say was, even in Ten Things I Hate About You, he was a little bit of a snob. Right. Third, like he's just like a snob in everything. Yeah. But this one, I think this is like the last time he can play this before he like. I mean, he's 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 almost out of his thirties. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is the last time he can play this character, and he's making it so. I feel like, yeah, he's got to pull from, like, all that shit. You know, like, there is a little bit of rom-com, and there is a little bit of, like, everything. It's is like it a com-rom? Drama. Drum, com- drum rom-com? Yeah, we've been doing that, right? This is maybe drum-com? I don't know. Drum-com-rom. It seems pretty... Drum-com-rom? Drum-rom-com. Com-rom, drum-con. Rom drum con peloton drum <laughs> come to you soon. What well, is right. a genre? I don't know dramedy. It's not a. Is it a sitcom? I don't think so. A dramedy, maybe. Yeah, a dramedy. All right. What would you rate this? I'd give this a four. Yeah, I think that's a good score. Solid good. first. I, step. I would say maybe like four point two. Like I, I mm. think the filmmaking was interesting. Like the dialogue was fun. And I think he, no matter what you say, like, he's a great performer and he plays this role exceptionally. Mm-hmm. Like, he plays it's this, true. like, I'm wounded and, like, I'm kind of, like, I'm about to do something I'm going to regret. But I'm a nice guy. Right. But exactly. you made me into a bad guy. And, but I also think that, like, he's good at, like, showing the bubbling of, like, he wants to say some shit, but he, he holds his tongue mm-hmm. until he can't no more mm-hmm. or anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed. And how long do you think this will go? It should only be a season. It might go two. Maybe two. Maybe three. It could be fun. Or, I mean, like, or a safe bet 
of six. Yeah, six seasons in a movie. <laughs> uh, you know, I think another contemporary is Insecure. Mm. Like, it's about not like not being able to date. Yeah. Like, all of these shows that I mentioned have that narrative. And, like, I mean, Insecure is about... Like, Insecure is literally about dating. Yeah, and, and growing up. Yeah, but... And the same way that Girls is kind of about dating. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, there's different shit for sure, but, like, the big story beats are about dating. Like, some of the biggest story beats in Insecure are about dating, except mm-hmm. for the Molly, you know, friend mm-hmm. fallout. But I think that this is another contemporary. Like, I, I'm not saying that this one's doing exactly... The, like, they're not servicing the same communities, but, you know, it's it's in, in conversation with that kind of, like, different shows that show kind of uh, what it's like to date yeah. as a young person, as also a 30-year-old. Also dating in L.A. Right. Yeah, and they, they showed some L.A. spots, mm-hmm. too. So, yeah, I recommend this. I think both of these shows are pretty stellar, and you should watch them. Yeah. And that's it. Tell me one more cool, fun, interesting, wow fact about 10 things. I don't have any more. Okay. It's gone. I'm sorry. Did you know that 10 things I hate about you? (laughs) Uh.